We'd like to welcome everyone back to the Nova Society. And this week, in the aftermath of the shootings in Nashville and the revelation that the shooter was transgender, we noted that many of the news outlets that covered this story had some issues with agreeing on terminology that described not only the shooter, but also the transgender community. Let's listen in. So today, we are going to actually touch on a a really difficult topic, which is the recent shooting in Nashville. Some of the the information coming out on that, on that tragic event, and a little bit onto the shooter who was identified as trans, which we can say is, is such a rarity. Normally, these shootings are undertaken by males. So what are your thoughts on this? My heart absolutely breaks for the the families and certainly of the people who were killed. I just, I, I saw the photos of these little kids who were murdered. I just, and their smiling faces and I just, I mean, it's, it's really sickening. And I know that the vast proportion of shootings globally are committed by uh, cisgender men. That is men who were born biologically male, I think five, uh, including this particular shooting in the past, 185 were carried out by shooters. And the term is assigned male at birth. So five, including the recent Nashville shooting, were assigned female at birth. And two of the five were women involved with shootings alongside male partners. So there have been only three lone women shooters, apparently. I know actually very little about the shooting. My focus was more on the shooter because of the person's being a trans male. I know that you had some questions and and experienced some confusion in in reading these articles mark why don't we talk about those yeah and before before we do that i'm I'm, first of all let's just say that we've got to give some some really great kudos to the two officers uh that responded that went in and stopped the shooter before more damage could be done it was it's now being compared to the shooting in texas where they basically waited until they had an army of police and they were still hesitant to go in and these two young men that went in and they are young men who have a lot to lose lose they're young and they still went in there and heroically dealt with this with this situation and we really have to be proud of them for for what they did but you're right when when i first encountered this if you read the news stories, it becomes difficult for someone who does not have a family member or somebody that is uh, transgender. And when you read the articles, I definitely was having a difficult time figuring out, okay, was this a female that turned into a male or was this a male that turned into a female? The mother said, I've lost a daughter today. It was extremely confusing. And I think that in a lot of cases is the issue Whenever we talk about transgender, and it might be because we try to be too politically correct in our language, we convolute the reality of what is. You have corrected me onto this. This was a someone who was born female at birth and eventually transitioned into male. 
the term trans male could be confusing. So trans male, some could say, well, that's a male that's transitioned to a female, but that does, that can make sense. The right. way that we present that make, that can truly make sense in thinking of it in that term, especially when the mother then of the shooter, and she says, I've lost a daughter. Is it our language? Is there a, a better way we could be saying these things to, to really clarify what is the actual fact of the matter? I guess my second question is, is that I'm assuming that the community, the trans community has developed this language, has developed these, I want to say monikers. Do you think it would benefit them to make them more clear so that the general populace could truly understand this? A lot of people just don't understand it. And when it's put into into writing, it, it just becomes even more confusing. Well, let me see what I can do. And of course, speaking to a um, a person who is transgender rather than the parent of a person who is transgender might be more useful here. Uh, but I will see what I can do. The The fact that the mother of this young man said, I've lost a daughter today, strongly suggests to me that the mother rejected the child's being a male. People need to understand with transgender is that a person can be born intersex. So the person will have more estrogen or more testosterone or both at much higher levels than would be uh, the case in a cisgender person, which is a person fully female or fully male. The uh, male shooter would recognize from a young age being male. And the parent might very well tell the child, you're not a boy, you're a girl. Instead of allowing the child to explore the fact of maleness, that they do not have a daughter, they have a son, the child will know for certain who the child is, particularly growing up. You've explained a whole bunch of things, uh -huh. like biology. Yes. The average person, that's even more confusing. As you say, somebody that, that experiences this, somebody that is a parent of somebody that's experiencing this, this all makes massive sense from the outside looking in. That all makes it even more confusing, myself included, aren't used to the terminology. And he, he, I guess, does that propagate the fear? I mean, you've dealt with this for years. It's still very murky. It's that murkiness. Mm -hmm. I guess I go back to Einstein, who said that if, if you can't explain it to a six-year-old, you probably don't understand the problem. I don't think that this topic, that the idea of transgender, I don't think people understand it because nobody has explained it to them as they would to a six-year-old. Well, a trans person is a human being, and they want the same things that everybody else wants, which is to live without being terrified of being murdered for who they are. And that goes without saying. Okay. Well, it doesn't because people are terrified for their lives. Why? Because the trans person recognizes their bills that are denying them gender-affirming care. They recognize that state and conservative lawmakers are deeply unfriendly 
and hostile and dangerous. And the average age that a trans person lives to is in the early 30s, and the rate of suicide is about four times as high as that of the average population, and that is the leading cause of death. I personally would strongly like to see education, health, and in the sex education for high school students, I would like to see same-sex sex education and trans issues, transgender issues, because people do not have the words, as you said. People do not understand this. And the fact that the mother says, oh, I lost a daughter. No, you never had a daughter. You had a son. When people refer to this individual as she and her, no, I don't know whether the person would want to be a he, him, or whether they would want to be a they, them, but the pronouns would be very, very important. Just just listening to you talk about the, the issues that somebody that is trans has to work through, it seems very confusing to them as well. When I listened to, to, to how you explained you know, the process and how you explained all of the issues that somebody that is trans needs to really work through, not only medical, not only legal, but within themselves. And with the family. And with the family, of course. So, but there's external and internal. I can see where it can be an extremely confusing, uh, a confusing time, which just kind of justifies my argument that if you, if it's confusing for them, imagine how confusing it is for the outsider. People that are trans are human beings, and we should treat human. All human beings should be treated the same. It doesn't matter if you're male, female, or whatever. Everybody should be treated the same. But I, I really do think that some of the fear is because of the confusion people don't understand. And we always fear what we don't understand. What troubles me is that many people are not even trying to understand. They, oh, we're going to segregate bathrooms because trans people are dangerous. No, I can imagine my daughter, who is a trans woman and is a woman, and needs to be in the woman's bathroom. She does not belong in the men's room. You can see where people would be uncomfortable because they just don't understand. And we don't the have confusion a makes them uncomfortable. I yes, and what troubles me again is that at least the conservatives don't appear to me to be interested in learning. They're so busy creating more fear more exclusion, more marginalization, rather than inclusion and learning, creating one America that welcomes everyone. And that doesn't seem to be happening at all. It's hard for people to find jobs. It's hard for people to find a place to live. It's hard for people to feel safe. It's a tremendous worry. I mean, we, we speak about this so often. We we let language control us. It's a construct of humans, and we let language control us. We have convoluted in many ways what really is a fairly simple principle for society. You were born a, a female. You feel you should be a male. You transition to that. Kind of a simple principle. Having an enemy seems to be very, very important to many people. It's much easier 
I think, to have an enemy at home to point to and say, this is where all our problems have come from. We're moving away from our Christian roots, which, of course, is nonsense. Therefore, we need to get rid of trans people. We need to eliminate people who are gay. And I guess if conversion therapy doesn't work, I don't know. I mean, conversion therapy does not work. I mean, think about it, Mark. What did your parents do to you to make you interested in women and make you know that you're a man? What did my parents do? Absolutely nothing. Exactly. Exactly. And what did I do to my son, who is cisgender, who is married to a woman and who has two children? What did I do to make him feel that way? Absolutely nothing. And what did I do? For my trans daughter, for my, I'm sorry, for my daughter to have her know that she was always a girl. It was never a boy, nothing. And I'm watching the, the transcript here as, as you're talking. And even you who have, who have lived in this sphere mm-hmm. for so long, for my trans daughter. Oh no, for my daughter. Even, yeah. it's the language. And yes. it can even, it can even gets uh, somebody that's so involved in it can be turned around by it. Yes. We've complicated it way more than we have to do. Cisgender. I understand the term. I get what it means, but is it really necessary? The only reasons that it's necessary is to differentiate between people who are cis and people who are trans. And the only reason that becomes necessary is that being trans is seen as being different. Right. And, uh, and humans love to categorize things. Exactly. Exactly. And, so and to me, that's where most of our trouble comes from. Yes. Our, yes. our categorizing things. We've done that also with this demographic. Yes. We have over-categorized yes. to the point that we confuse the issue. Right. Same thing with, with, with transgender. Always been there. It's now out in the open. And I truly, in my mind, believe that we have so over-categorized this that we have convoluted the issue to a point where you could get a PhD in understanding the language. That is part of the problem that we really have to ask ourselves. Is it really a necessary term? Does it muddy the waters in the attempt of being politically correct contributes to some of the fear and some of the issues that this population actually faces. Well, I will say this. I have been educated. Now, am I any less confused than I was before I started out? Uh, not really. My hope, and I think and I think I speak for you as well, the hope is, is that the fact that the shooter in uh, Nashville was transgender, that will not be the main story of this yeah. shooting. And it could very easily become. It is a tragedy that goes on in the United States. It is something that we have to address. The time of hopes and prayers is over with. Oh, long over with. I believe there have been more shootings than there have been days in the year this year already. Yes. The time for action and legislation is at hand. So we will keep an eye on this and other things going on in the news, Brooklyn. Yes, and just just for your final edification. Edification? I like to be edified. Good. A trans man is someone who has transitioned to a man. A trans woman 
is someone who has transitioned to a woman. So if you put the trans man and you put the M at the at the end and then you put a T prior to the M, then you would put the F in front of that. So it's F T M female to male. And I noticed while you were saying that you had to close your eyes and think about it. Well, I wanted to make sure that I didn't um, that I'm giving it to you backward. And again, that goes to the point. You're you're somebody that it, you have family in this sphere and you still have to think about it. Yes, correct. And I wrote my dissertation in this area as well. I mean, really? So I mean, you still I had to, you still have to close your eyes and okay, am I getting this right? I mean, correct. it's like a it's like a chemical formula. I mean, yes. it's, it's 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 like worse than math, but it, it does show the the confusion and i think that's what we're that what we're seeing and hopefully somebody in the trans community will will pick up on this and will say let's write this out for everybody else so they can understand well there are many 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 books available yeah but they're probably being banned so i would think probably just so yeah that that probably doesn't help us very does no, not help us no. very and much and anything that i write that i might write will be banned also yeah. although you can read my dissertation but then you, that's in an academic database, so that's something else. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I I don't think we solved the world problem with this uh, today, Brooke. But I, I think we did. I think we did show some of the issues, especially when it comes to understanding that the overall general public and let let let's hope that they that they want to be educated in this. Let's let's just let's just make that assumption that maybe they do want to be educated in this, and how difficult it can be to educate yourself. Yes, and how important it is for parents to love and embrace their child. This is still your child. I don't care whether you have a girl and the child announces that I'm a boy. I don't care if you have a boy and the child announces I'm a girl. I want to wear pink. I want to wear a dress. I want to do this. I want to do that. Or if you think you have a girl and the child says, no, I want to play football. I want to uh, shop in the boys aisle. I want to wear boxers. I want to wear do this. I want to do that. I want these toys. You must go with it. You've got to step up to the plate and you've got to be that child's parent and love that child. And whatever you think or however, however disappointed or upset or anything, you can talk to PFLAG, parents, families and friends of lesbians and gays. You can talk to the Trans Alliance, find support for yourself. You need to keep that from your child. You are your child's parent. If you don't love and support your child, you are failing as that child's parent. Your child has not failed you. Your child is who your child is. You need to be the parent. And we will have links to all of those organizations in our description. Good. Thank you. So that's about all the time we have for, for this episode. It was great talking to you, Brooke. Thank you, and Mark. And we will see you again next time. Yes, we will. So there you have our thoughts. We'd like to thank our sponsors, the Journal of Interdisciplinary Conflict Science, the Phoenix Research Group, Buzzsprout, and one of our main platform hosting areas, Spotify. We'd also like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. And remember, the power of society is knowledge, and we hope to see you again next time.